I have to do like a Christmas party tomorrow morning, Christmas Zoom call. Oh, yeah, comedy? Yeah. In the morning. Yeah, Zoom comedy, 10 a.m. That's crazy. Okay, how do I see so I can look at everyone? You move that lamp? No, 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 I'm not moving any lamps. There you go. Yeah, put that in front of your face. No. I, I'm doing like the best Batgirl trick. I'm shooting from above. No, that's a girl no, trick. I, that's a Batgirl trick. That's why whenever you hand your phone to like someone's boyfriend to take a picture of a group of girls and he'll always like get down on one knee and shoot from the top and then all the girls will scream because we all know it'll just give us double chins. <laughs> yeah, well, you look great, Kathleen. Thank you. You look great. You look like you've been vaccinated. I wish. I should. I'm going to do it. I want it now. I'm going to go steal some, and we're going to do it on this podcast next week. Okay. I ate some banana bread. Did you eat something? Um, no. Well, okay. Well, then I'm going to be high in the middle of this. <laughs> oh, you ate some, like, marijuana bread. Yeah, yeah. Marijuana bread. That's the worst way to do it, marijuana bread. Shouldn't I just love eating it. It's good. It's a good banana bread. Hmm. I got Did it from uh, I got it from another comic. He made me some cookies and banana bread. Oh my god! And I just spilled water all over myself. I was I was in Toronto. One of the funnest things that can happen is when uh, a limo driver has drama. Limo drama. Oh, you were in a limo. Yeah, well, there was a limousine, yeah, like an SUV kind of guy or whatever, right? Drove me from Toronto to Burlington. And it's funny because they're supposed to look very, you know, they're always supposed to be very professional and, you know, like, and then he gets a phone call and you can tell that he's like just fucking furious about something in the front of the limo. And I'm like, you can go ahead and call. like, I, And he's like, no, 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 I'll deal with this later. And I'm like, no, I want you to call right now. <laughs> I want you to get this. He's like, I'm like, we're driving. It's just me and you. I, you know, like I'm the lowest person on this production. I can't fire you. Like, so go ahead. And then he called the person back. It was like a registration. He was like trying to register his limo in Chicago or something, <laughs> but he was just yelling. And it's fun. It's fun to listen to other people. I like other people's drama. Like when other people are, you know, having problems. Even when somebody has like a terrible disease, I always kind of root for the disease, you know? <laughs> I don't know if you're like me, but when I hear just somebody, cheering on Lou Gehrig's the disease. Yeah, like when I hear somebody's getting better, it kind of disappoints me. It's like, ah, that's too bad. <laughs> I was hoping ALS would fucking take her right out. <laughs> if you love other people's drama, why aren't you like big into reality television? Well, I don't know because then there's You should a, watch The Housewives. There's a there's a desperation component to that that's sort yeah. of like, you know, these people just want to be famous, like they're not actually sad, they're not actually crying. You know, all the girls want to be actresses and all the boys want to be comedians, like this is all a ruse. So I don't I just don't buy it as non-fiction or I just, you know, I just don't buy it. How come the girls don't want to be comedians? Well, the, how could they? <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke <laughs> yeah i actually said i it was funny because i saw this podcast where nicole arbor was talking about uh she's a hilarious comedian that wears uh cycling gloves <laughs> what? Uh, she wears cycling gloves 
Yeah, she that was part of her look was tits and tits and fingerless gloves was her look for about eight years. Oh my god. She was on a, a comedy podcast talking about like how hard it is for women and you know, people were kind of like, is it really like I mean it seems like a really good time right now. It's a great time to be female in comedy. It really is. Like there are so many it was and a it, great time when I started. I was should, like the only girl. Yeah, and I should. had like more opportunities than any of the guys got before be, before I should have had them because, well, because I was a girl. Comedy clubs were just filled with fucking guys talking. So it was Yeah. It was boring, right? So it was just like a response to boredom of like yeah, not all guy comedians are the same or whatever, but I mean it does get like if you're if I was watching a show and it was like eight white guys, you know, you just want a girl to talk. Yeah. Yeah, I like, still, I mean, I still do get that. Oh, f- finally a girl comic because we never get girl comics here. But that's all for like small town road gigs, right? Like, but I don't know. Whenever, whenever people get upset and they say it's harder for me and comedy harder for me, I'm like, it's not. It's not. You're getting more opportunities than you should. And if you're not getting stage time, that means you're not funny. And I'm probably gonna get in a lot of shit. I'm gonna get tweets and emails from other girl comics that say that's there's a lot more. About this podcast is nobody listens to it. Yeah, that's so a good thing. We can say whatever the fuck we want. You can spout off. This is just. But I just like if you're a girl and you can't get stage time, like work harder. And Honestly, it, there's so much room for girls right now. And even if you're a guy and you can't get stage time, you're that's probably garbage. Like that's the unfortunate yes. thing about comedy is, um, you know the the only thing that people care about is funny. So, you, and, and it's, and in some ways it's very cruel. Like if you had cystic fibrosis and you sucked, people would still treat you like you primarily sucked at comedy. They wouldn't look, they wouldn't look at, they would no longer look at you as a victim of cerebral palsy who d- was deserving of sympathy and extra help and, and a hand up in the industry. You'd be viewed as the limpy garbage. You know, that's all you yeah. be, Like That's how this works. So it's sort of like, yeah, I got discriminated against. Like, not really. Like, you probably just weren't good. And that what? is such a good point, though. That it's not. It's not just girls. It's like, it's it's true that some people, if they don't get stage time, they they even white guys will be like, that's not. They just don't want to give white guys a voice. But no, it's no because you're not ready or you're not proving that you should be on that stage. You know, you're just garbage. You know, you're. Co- but I mean, those. Yeah, who knows. Who cares? I think comedy's over. It's over. We're going to have to do something totally different now. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Like, even every even when it came back a little bit in the summer, it was so weird. There was nobody, like, I mean, I was used to nobody being at my shows, but. <laughs> why don't we just, like, get a garbage, why don't we just make a garbage truck, you know? And we'll just get a garbage tell jokes. You and Jim will just drive it around and just pick up people's garbage because everybody has extra garbage, right? Because of these stupid environmental fucking bullshit rules. <laughs> I've got, you know, you're supposed fucking, to have less garbage. You know you're recycling. No, no, no. You know how many fucking bags of straight up black bag garbage I have at my house because I can put two in the fucking black bin that the city takes. If we went around Edmonton and said, hey, bring out your extra garbage. And then it was just like 50 cents a bag and we just throw all your extra household garbage. <laughs> to the Kathleen, Jim, and Sean truck, and you know, squeeze it. I think we can make good money. I think you're right. People, a lot of people are tired of recycling. People are tired of worrying about the environment. It's right more with, evident here now than ever. More evident now than ever that the Earth was always warming up. You know, <laughs> we didn't do any of it. So, 
Why are we recycling? Why are we putting organics in an organic? Why are we sorting our garbage like it's fucking jewelry? (laughs) What are we doing? Put it in one bag. Does Fort Saskatchewan have like a, like a really, like a a strict garbage thing? Because Edmonton does not. Oh, it's, it's, it's fucking Hitler out here. It's fascism. It's social fascism. You have garbage Nazis walking around looking at your garbage. I just went like this and I stopped. You have a plastic black drum and you, and you can only fit the fucking bag and a half of real garb, real human fucking full on garbage in it. And then that's it for two weeks. They come by every Friday and then they skip the second Friday. Two weeks. So if you miss that load, if you woke up late on that Friday morning for pickup, forget it. You've got fucking 20 bags in your, at the back of your house. Oh rotting, my God. Rotting beaver pelts. <laughs> So I think if we just rode around Fort Saskatchewan, so Edmonton doesn't have that. You can just throw out as much garbage as you want still. Yeah. Like you just have, like, you just have to put it out and uh, we're not allowed to use those blue bins anymore. We have to put them in blue bags, which I'm like, I thought we were trying to stop using plastic. Like what? (laughs) Jim lives in a senior center. So he probably is only allowed one Safeway bag a month. (laughs) He's not even listening. It's just making fun of the fact that you live in a fucking locked unit at a senior center. How much garbage do seniors really use? They have a garbage chute. Generate. Yeah, uh, do you still have a fucking classic garbage chute there at your locked unit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, that's the best. I'm can, jealous. A woman's head could fit in that. My grandparents, um, they had a laundry chute in their house. Laundry chute? So like, yeah, there was like a bedroom that was right above the laundry room in the basement and they had a little door and you just drop it into a basket that was in the laundry room. Like it was amazing. <laughs> but one time my brother dared me to see if I could go down it and I tried and I was so <laughs> I was too fat and I got stuck in the laundry chute. <laughs> they just like pulled me out the top. I thought you were going to say God. that you thought that there was going to be a pile of clothes there and you just landed on in a camp. No, I didn't fit through. <laughs> what happened? What happened to me? Yeah. They I got pulled you. out eventually. They had to yank me out. It hurt. I always said, Kathleen, you know, she's okay, but she's too fat for a laundry chute. <laughs> You'd never fit that bitch in a laundry chute. Uh, well, this is a great I think it's a great business opportunity for you and I to get into the, you know, the there's anti-maskers and i think there should there's soon to be like an anti-recycling anti-organics movement that's gonna fire up where they're like here's a picture of where your fucking cardboard really goes and it's like trudeau hitler and some fire in the background and they're pulling apart your cardboard and there's money in it you know that's what i think really so we should start to convince people that they should stop recycling and stop producing organics, but then they're going to be limited in how much garbage they can actually produce as a family. And that's where we fucking step in and pick up <laughs> garbage. You thought about this a lot. And we also have an, we also have an ask no questions policy. <laughs> so if I'm pulling the lever and it's about to compress and then I see a whole dead family in it, I don't press the emergency button. I don't make a phone call. I just let her fucking crush. <laughs> dead bodies we're gonna get a week the no questions asked body removal service you wouldn't say body removal but you get it we should be called no question asked rubbish removal 
Yeah, we, we would put quotation marks around garbage, like garbage, but you know what? <laughs> Your whole fucking family. <laughs> are you doing, who are you allowed to Christmas with? Jim, who are you Christmasing with? I don't think I'm allowed to go to my parents' place. My brother and sister won't be there. Oh my God. Are you just by oh. yourself? Uh, I think I have to. I think I have to be. <gasps> Hmm. Fucking UCP party. I mean, it's you know whatever. <laughs> she my, my, my family, my family is like, oh, we'll do something together in the spring or like the summer, yeah. or the fall or the next Christmas. Oh, there's <laughs> so many Christmas in July parties this year. What are you guys doing? I can only be with Adam. Aww. And my dogs. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna stay home. Nice. No. We're just I'm gonna even... sit here eat something bad for us, get drunk and pass out by 9 p.m. <laughs> my whole family are going to going over to my dad's and we're just going to like just sit really close to him until he starts coughing and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> and say Merry Christmas! Yeah. And then yeah, we come back. The are there other so cops out looking for cars on driveways? Being like, you're not oh, yeah, here. You should. Yeah, I think that there's going to be some snitches on Christmas Day. If people are upset that they didn't get to have family over and they see, like, a new car at someone's house, I don't know. Oh, people are going to be pissed. If they couldn't go see their family, but their neighbor has, like, ten cars in front of their house, oh, they're getting reported. Because people are going to be pissed and be like, I stayed home, I sacrificed, and you're different because... You know yeah, what? I was, talk- I was talking to my mom about this, and I was like, yeah, there might be, like, a $1,000 fine, and she was like... You wouldn't pay the fine? No, I wouldn't pay the fine. Like, you know what, Mom, for you? you fucking... A thousand dollars? Like, what do you think I do for a living? It's, it's not from Impark in fucking Red Deer. It's from the government, so you'd have to pay it. Yeah. It would come out on your registration. You wouldn't be able to re-register your vehicle until that fine was paid. Oh, there's going to be a lot of anti-maskers on bicycles this summer. Yeah, they take an Uber or something like that. Hey, did you get they a can't DUI? renew their license. Frank, did you get a DUI? <laughs> no, not a DUI. I just am a fucking fighter of freedom. <laughs> Sometimes freedom, freedom fighters have to fucking... Sometimes freedom fighters have to hit a pothole hard on a kuahara. <laughs> What's a kuahara? It's a bicycle. <laughs> what are you fucking... Why would you say like Norco or Supercycle? Because well, kuahara is more abstract and weird. <laughs> sure it is. I knew I'd stump the chick who couldn't fit through a fucking laundry chute. <laughs> what is a treadmill, Papa? I have a treadmill in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> I mostly just put drinks on it. Oh, that's what people do anyway. It's actually the best coffee table ever because if you have friends over and they want to snack, you just turn it on for a quick sec and it just rolls down. That's actually a really sweet power move is whenever you have company over, get on the treadmill and stay on it their whole day. <laughs> <laughs> just I don't mind if I just like power walk through this entire social gathering. What do you guys, what do you guys want to watch? <laughs> I like you- to watch the Food Network when I'm working out. Uh, let's... <laughs> Come on, Ravens, you know, like, you're doing what you normally do. You're watching football with your friends, and you're just fucking on a seven incline, seven miles an hour. What if you just ran every time a play was called, so you felt like part of the game? 
Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad idea. <laughs> really great ideas. Are you still How scared? What are the sports people doing? Like, are they, are they suffering right now? Because they can't get together and get drunk and pretend they're athletes too? Like, <laughs> They probably know more about what's happening in their wives' lives than they ever did. That's true. You know, most of them probably like, how's your wife doing? And they could actually have like a real answer one, for once in their lives, you know? Because they talk, because you're now talking to your partner? Yeah, because you're like, you're so fucking bored that you're actively listening to what she's saying. Maybe this is going to save some relationships. I think it will. Because it'll be like, he's actually listening for real, you know? Yeah. And he'll ask it. you like, I'm so bored. What did you do this afternoon? <laughs> We were both here, you idiot. I'm not those one of those kind of ladies. Well, because I, I, I can tell that I'm one of those, because I'm bored without sports, I can tell, because I will, like, ask, ask my wife, like, so how's she doing? You know, like, she goes for a visit, you know, because whenever a man hears a woman has gone for a visit with somebody, we don't, you know, we're like, oh, yeah, you know, that's cool. We never say, like, how's she doing? Or... <laughs> we never ask like how the person they went and visited is doing or feeling yeah and now we're so bored that we are like I think a lot of guys are asking follow-up questions when their wife tells them a story like I had lunch with my mom like okay what, you know usually what we'll say is what'd you guys eat <laughs> you know? we don't want to get into feelings so we'll just say would you guys have nachos or wings <laughs> that's usually it but now we care for the first time we're so for the first bored. time I don't want to be asked how my day was. No? No, I don't like sharing. <laughs> I asked Adam. He's like, he always asks me questions. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a good, I'm not I mean, a good talker about my day or. Yeah. If you're, if you're, for him too, it's, he's probably like, so how'd you do, how'd things? Oh, I don't know. It's okay. And then, you know, he's probably just like, well, I guess I'll just fucking wait an hour and check all your goddamn social medias to find out how <laughs> your fucking day was. You tell TikTok more than you tell me. <laughs> Why does TikTok? Oh, you know what? I found my favorite section of TikTok this week. It's called Messy TikTok. Oh. So it's like, like it's always like some sort of drama. Like someone will post a picture of this person cheated and then they fight over TikTok. <laughs> really? Oh, Messy TikTok's fun. I was watching like uh, today before I came, I was watching like a, the documentary called Ripper on Netflix about the serial killer. And it's funny how much things have changed. Like this was in the seventies and he killed like three prostitutes. Ripper? Uh, yeah. His nickname was the Ripper or the Yorkshire Ripper or something named after Jack the Ripper. Oh, I was gonna, I'm like, haven't they heard of Jack the Ripper first? Yeah, so this guy was like an updated version of that and he killed three prostitutes first. Would Jack the Ripper be mad that he stole his Ripper title? I think a reporter dubbed him that. Like, the serial killers never want to be called what they were called. They want to be called, like, fucking Superman. The super big-dicked killer. <laughs> <laughs> All we know is he was the biggest-dicked rapist we've ever found. <laughs> That's pretty much what they all want to be known for. Like, did he leave any semen? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I love a lot of semen. I was talking to someone this weekend about like if I, if I was to ever become a serial killer and I thought about it, I'm like, there's like no female serial killers out there. Mm. 
There's not too many. I mean, so maybe you'd have to be like really good. If I was a true feminist, what I would say is all the unsolved ones were chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> all the ones we haven't caught yet were ladies, and all the ones we have caught were stupid guys that were too dumb. <laughs> that's probably why we haven't heard of any female yeah. serial killers no one's catching them no one can catch the ladies there's probably 10 times more women killing serially than men but... killing serially. <laughs> <laughs> there could be well because guys are always like getting in like come over here you know it's always like a <laughs> girls would just be like oh my god that's such a pretty skirt where'd you get it and then when she leans over to show you like what it what the material is you fucking hit her with a frying pan <laughs> and then she and then you kill her she's so there's not a struggle you know so there's female serial killers but it's like here i'm just gonna give you the vaccine grandma oh <laughs> guys are doing it in violent horrible ways and they're leaving hair and semen and blood everywhere women are doing they're dumb men are, women are doing it way more neatly <laughs> right you don't have to lay down a bunch of newsprint you know, they can just fucking trick you and then you're dead. We have like a suit that they make you wear and it fills with your blood and then it goes, <laughs> you get rid of it easier. Oh no. <laughs> how many fucking days till Christmas? How many days till this tragedy's over? Nine? I like how, what, you know what's going to be even sadder is um like kind of New Year's Eve. Like think about how sad New Year's. <laughs> Well, Everybody I like it because I can be home New for New Year's. Is gonna fucking be the best if you're a loser. <gasps> I I'm excited for New Year's because I'm always doing a show. Yeah, I guess that's true. The worst comedy shows, and so I guarantee you, if they were to do like the worst ten comedy shows of all time uh, television program, every one of them would be New Year's Eve. Really. New Year's Eve is the worst crowds that you could possibly oh, fucking yeah, have. Oh, like in the audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not their fault. They're out and they're kind of drunk and it's like an expectation of being rowdy. But they're also like, they're this weird combination of like conservative. They're not comedy fans. They don't generally go to comedy clubs. So, they're not, there's, so there's nobody in there that kind of gets gets it or very few people that get it. It's like, People that don't go to comedy very often, they're quite conservative, but they're also too drunk to pay attention. So they yeah. don't want like darker or dirtier or weirder. They don't want any of that. They just want like straight meat and potatoes. But uh, by the time you get through your little clean ditties, they're like, I can't remember what, how it started. You know, like they're drunk. <laughs> and they've been playing with the noisemakers that the club puts on the table before the comic goes on. Mm. drinking fucking two cent champagne <laughs> like if you're we, afraid, are, we did new year's together last year if you're afraid it's of a vaccine one. if you're afraid of a vaccine but not comedy club new year's eve champagne i've got news <laughs> for you. there's a lot of dna altering fucking bubbles in that <laughs> oh my God. comedy club champagne that's like a whole other level yeah. that's like that's a if i ever have a bar i'm gonna like Give, I'm going to call ginger ale comedy club champagne or something. Because <laughs> that's true. And just ginger ale with some simple syrup to make it super sweet. And just like and then disgusting. You have to, and then you have the worst part of it is then you, ha you do a show and then people are pretty hammered. And then generally you have to go back up and do a countdown. And the the thing that's the most like so you you would think like well we'll go up like three minutes before midnight 
say a couple things, whatever, and then do a countdown. But that's way too much time to be standing on stage with like an unruly pre new year's audience, like kind of going nuts. Cause you're standing there for two and a half minutes. Like, Hey everybody, it's the new tw- 2018. It's gotta be better than 2017. Isn't <laughs> it's gotta be. Think about how shitty life is that every year we end thinking the next year better be better than this. I was literally There hasn't been that. one year in my fucking <laughs> life where I've heard somebody go, if 2018 is anything like 2017, yes. I'm in for some sweet fucking love. Because what <laughs> year we just had, no one talks about what a great year just took place. Everybody's no. like, fuck, did that suck? You no, know? yeah, because we're humans and we just, we're reaching for anything that will make us feel better. So if we convince ourselves next year, everything's going to finally turn around. And then by like May, we're like, well, I guess it's not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This year it was March. March was when we realized, oh, this year sucks. That was, yeah, when sports shut down, it was sort yeah. of like, oh. Yeah, like, and when I think Kobe dying sense. was a big thing, and then all of a sudden, it was like all Kobe, and then it was like COVID. <laughs> Kobe to COVID. Kobe to COVID. Motherfucker. The Red Mamba. The, <laughs> the Red That's Mamba. That's what they're calling COVID? Yeah, the Red Mamba. They're calling COVID the Red Mamba? Yeah, because its proteins are red, I think. So yeah, COVID nineteen, the red mamba. We'll give it some fuck a basketball jersey. You know, I think the NBA should play with like a COVID ball next year, <laughs> like a COVID shape ball or a COVID covered in co- a ball covered in COVID or a ball covered in COVID. Yeah, that would be a fun thing to do. To the NBA, just like this suction cup ball. Yeah, how's Adam liking life on the range? Uh, he just got back today. He seems to like it. Really? He can't watch porn up there. Well, they got rid of porn, didn't they? Not forever. They just got rid of the porns that were illegally put on their site. Yeah, but those are the fun ones. No, I checked. All my favorites are still there. <laughs> That's how you know you're a good person. Because none of your favorite porns got deleted this weekend. Because you don't watch problematic porn. <laughs> problematic problematic and toxic pornography <laughs> i mean um, i do but i guess it's it, it was the kind that got on there like legally yeah they're wacky radar well like so yeah because it's like what is child porn right what is the definition of it there's like you know i don't i've never seen anything like that on there what's the definition of child porn well because what is it you know like is it and you're uh, under 18 yeah but is that like, then we start to take the blunt off of the sword of what real child porn is, which is, like, children, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, if you're talking about somebody who, a guy who is in his 30s or 40s and is into 16 or 17-year-olds, like, you're, like, fucking weirdo. Yeah. Like, to me, Prince Andrew is just fucking weird. He's, you know, he's not, because there's real pedophiles out there that are really want to assault. They prey on young, young, young children. Children, like seven eight nine ten five you know like there's a difference between that fucking lunatic and some rich idiot like prince andrew who's like was she 16 okay you know like that's disgusting it's disgusting and they're both disgusting yeah they're both disgusting but let's not put it all on the same level yeah yeah yeah. you know so like i think pornhub what did they do they kind of just removed which is good too because think about how many girls are on pornhub that are like, I didn't say that that could be out there. 
Oh, I don't, a lot. I'm I sure there are a lot. That on the internet. That's a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Like, think about how many women are like, can you fucking... 13.5 million views, you say. Isn't yeah. that fucking fun? That thing... <laughs> That blow job I gave in 2003 to my gardener, and now it's fucking got 13.5 million views on RedTube. I mean, I would be happy with a higher number. If it's going to be out there, at least I want people watching it. This is an OnlyFans. You don't even get a kickback. You get nothing. Like, it's just... it's just yeah, that's, that's stupid. Nothing. You don't get any it's money. Spotify. So that's the thing. Like, What's that, Jim? It's like Spotify. Exactly. It is like Spermify. <laughs> It is spermified because you just don't get a fucking, you don't get any royalties. You get nothing. Just a bunch of ugly guys going, ooh. <laughs> ooga booga. Ooga booga. For some, reason, for some reason, I just assume good looking guys don't masturbate. What? It's something I've always believed. <laughs> Why do they need to, you know? All you gotta well, do is fucking knock on a door, knock on your next door neighbor's door, and just be that like. That can't be one person that. that doesn't masturbate. You know what I mean? Because like, if you have sex, it's like because everyone, there's nobody that's not doing it. I'm getting enough. I don't want to do it myself. You always want to do it yourself once in a while. I guess so, but I don't think you should do it too much because then it's something that you're going to do instinctively when you have dementia. <laughs> well, that's not a bad thing. No, that'll it pass is. the time. All of a sudden, you you don't care that your healthcare aides are in the room. You're just fucking, you've got a wand in there and you're 92. And you're like, when do I get out of here? Like, take that thing out of your pussy and we'll get you dressed. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time somebody said. Would you, <laughs> Deadly, would you take that thing out of your pussy and let us take you down for breakfast? <laughs> oh, my God. So that's what oh I mean. Go, go ahead and do it, but don't do it all the time because then it will become part of your dementia routine. Yeah, that's true. Be very careful about what be, what gets imprinted that deep that you're still acting it out when you're 93 in a locked unit somewhere. Well, what would you want to be imprinted into your dementia routine? Just complain. <laughs> Just general. Because like Jessica's a healthcare aide and she's she, like, these old guys have some funny lines. Yeah. This one old guy, um, she went into his room to help him and, and everybody always knows like, Oh my God, these guys, you know, so, so like, you know, you become known as like, Oh, the masturbating woman in the, in the corner. <laughs> That's my dream. Okay. <laughs> That's my dream. To Finally some time. recognition. I would just like a little respect and recognition. Okay. Well, that's what you'd be known for, but everybody, like everybody's known for a thing. So there's always like a guy on each floor. Who's a fucking lunatic. So Jessica went into his room. <laughs> To like help him get dressed or something and then he just what and then he just looks at her and goes why don't you jump in a river you fucking cunt what? yeah and that's those are the lines he has like those are sweet lines <laughs> why don't you go jump in a river you fucking cunt like that's a great dementia line and he's just got it <laughs> and apparently that's one of his go-tos like that's he's got seven or eight of these like boom here you go bitch does he know he's doing it or that's just like the dementia well, working? If you're in, if you have the, if you have full dementia, you're living a dream. You're living in a dream state, right? Yeah. You can't hear anything clearly. You can't see anything clearly. You can't, your memory's gone and you're just wandering through this fucking labyrinth of memories. Give me dementia. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it. <laughs> 
you don't want dementia, do you? You don't want it early anyway. Early onset, Kathleen, would be weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go crazy. Age appropriate? Age appropriate dementia is okay because now I can see that you're very old and then you're behaving, what? I don't. And that you're so that like the face matches the behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can get early onset dementia. So if you had it, you know, we would just like, you would just, it would just look so weird for you to behave like, what? Like you would just look stupid. Kathleen like, <laughs> got really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you noticed how fucking dumb Kathleen is now? But it was really just early onset dementia and you're still trying to do comedy and you're like, what was that other thing? I forget. Anyways, keep it going for, oh, who else was on the show? <laughs> Did you watch any of the Club 54 episodes? No, I didn't get into it. I, oh. I watched a couple. Like there was some, yeah, there was some interesting ones. There were some good ones. <laughs> it's just there fun. was one good one? I didn't see Timmy Coslow's. I didn't see Tim's. No, I don't think he... I think that I can get something. Oh, I'll figure it out. Well, the guys were trying to pull those just like chicks on Pornhub, you know, like they didn't, <laughs> there was like anybody who did one was like, please pull that off the internet. Please, for the love of God, get rid of it. <laughs> I like chicks trying to get Pornhub. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know that he was filming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you know what? I never really thought about that. Like women that have their videos on there that are, but I, I guess I just always assumed that it was a case by case basis. Like if you were a woman and you contacted Pornhub or RedTube or whatever and said, hey, I'm in one of your videos on page nine of uh, Mommy Sucks Boy's Penis <laughs> or <laughs> Mommy Sucks Son's Dick or whatever is popular now. Because it used to be stepmom for a while, and now they're like, drop the step. We got to go right. Really? Into, we got to go right into the nuclear family here. Nobody's clicking on stepmom porn anymore. We got to up our game. We got to go straight to the the chick who delivered you. The, the drop the step. You came out of now giving you a hand job. Drop the step. <laughs> Jim's just shaking his head. It's <laughs> too much. It's too much. Uh, I, I don't know if it's too much. What's that? What's left? What is left of porn? Well, like, if that's the edge right now, what, what's what's next? How deep? Oh, what? like, there's, I wonder if animals are going to be getting involved soon. <laughs> animals in porn? I don't Maybe know. Maybe just watching at first. Maybe there'll be some cuck donkeys. <laughs> Or like fucking edging a raccoon or something, you know? (laughs) 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 It could be the next big thing. (laughs) A giraffe with a wand. I'm pretty high on this banana bread, but that's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I have to say what's next for porn. So who finishes the raccoon? <laughs> oh, that poor little raccoon. You can't just edge a raccoon and let him free. I, it's probably the happiest he's ever been. You know, they don't, they're not so spoiled to think of uh, all that fun as being blue balled. <laughs> you know, only human males are like, oh, great. That was a fun time, but I got blue balled. Like it's fucking, <laughs> like it's some kind of fucking catastrophe that you had a good time that didn't end well. 
I want to see the I don't think raccoons I don't think raccoons would see that as being blue balled. I think it would be like that was the best Tuesday of my fucking life. If I got a genie and I had three wishes, one of the wishes would be to see the face of the first man that claimed to have blue balls. I just want to see what he looks like. No, seriously, it's it a medical sucks. condition. <laughs> No, I just like, I'm sure it's real. Like, I know it's real, but I just want to see the face of the first man to tell a woman that she, she gave him blue balls. Well, it was just the first guy who was like, unfortunately, medically speaking, you have to finish me off. <laughs> like, hey, the, the first, first time that ever happened to me, I'd never heard of it. And I was driving home after, like, you know, fooling around in the car, but then, like, you're, you know, you're a kid, so it's just over or whatever. Like, I, I didn't, and I'm driving home, and all of a sudden, I was like, oh like my, like i just really hurt and i was like what i was like is this how you did cancer just happened like i i was so and did you look down and see blue balls no it's just they just hurt really it's, it's like getting kicked in the nuts like it just feet you're just yeah. like oh so with the color level of i don't know it, that, that's that just the word it? that the color doesn't change it's just like i don't know you know it's inside of but me. what but what if you had to to level the pain in a color, would you sure, level it blue? blue? Sure. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't feel probably good. Equal, probably equal to childbirth, but you don't hear us making a video. <laughs> exactly. Probably equal to childbirth. But I just, honestly, God, I was like, I don't know what this is. I'm not sure what's happening. I'm driving home, like, what just, what, what just happened to me? And a friend was like, oh, you got blue balls. And I was like, what is it? What? Like, what, what is that? But I survived. So what did you do? Did you go home and finish it? <laughs> well, it, like eventually it goes away. And like even if you're it trying to, away. like it hurts. Like you're not, you're not like physically hurt. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think every guy's different. You know, you're, you're right, so. John. I think it's like it's like pretty much on par with with childbirth, probably. Yeah, I would say it's right up there with that level of agony. Absolutely, and no one recognizes Blue Balls Day. And I, as a female, on behalf of my gender, I'd like to apologize. To you blue bald men out there for not <laughs> recognizing the struggle of the ball that is blue. Yes. You know what? Thank you for I your service. The easiest thing in the world to do is come. <laughs> the real hero to stop short and leave and get in a fucking cab and go back to the city. <laughs> it takes a real hero to you think about how many women didn't get pregnant because of blue balls. <laughs> how many girls oh because like, they if, pulled out and left yeah like because they if they had just finished then they'd have another baby or whatever mm. who can stop <laughs> no i don't think like you normally don't get like you get like like revved up to a point and then they're like all right peace and then you're like I thought oh i thought it was more. like mid mid no She's no like, that okay, would bye. i mean i'm sure i'm sure that is like an extreme case but like yeah. not, I mean, in you know, I was just, I was just a kid. It was just some like backseat, you know, making out that like things got a little. Well, all that blood had to drain from somewhere, and hot, fast moving blood is hot. Why is it didn't drive off the road? <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, man. officer. Blue balls, man. I don't think blue I've ball. ever given anyone blue balls. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't think I have. I always finish when I start. <laughs> I don't think I have. 
you probably know that you haven't you know what i mean you probably got a good idea a good memory of like unless that one guy in the dark peed on me for a minute <laughs> that's how men fake orgasms we just give you a little What's that? You pee on us. For real? If, if you're in the dark and you're like, let's get this over with. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to really do this. I guess I'll just piss on her. Do it for a minute and then, you know, give her, yeah, three little squirts. <laughs> that happens it happens a lot, Kathleen. It's a pretty frequent occurrence. <laughs> oh my god That's how do we get how do we get to this part dirty how do we get here how did we get the blue balls uh what's next for porn oh yeah blue ball porn blue ball porn that's our that's edging porn Right, because you said, like, what about the little sad raccoon that doesn't get to eject? And then you said, edging a raccoon. And I really like that that's, the, that's where your brain went, is caring about the fact that a raccoon didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was where your brain immediately went when you envisioned a scenario where raccoons being edged in a fucking park. <laughs> like, yeah, but what if he doesn't come, Sean? What then? I think my, when I retire, I want to become the world's preeminent animal jerker offers. All of the animals can come. Animal edger. <laughs> I'm a professional animal edger. I just keep sending, sending raccoon out into the woods with blue balls. <laughs> Man, they're acting crazy. Army will be ready. You just well, you basically you'd fuck up mating season because they would go out into the wild and they'd be like, "I gotta fuck right now." <laughs> You're like, "Yeah, but it's not rut yet." I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fuck it. I'm gonna go kick the shit out of that other littler gorilla. <laughs> That's the craziest part. Is why did the animal kingdom ever end up that way? Like, why did why is it ever that like male animals had to start murdering other male animals to get females like the, it seems like the females get like if it's 50 50 if there's like 50 percent women and 50 percent men in that population couldn't you just chill out and find a girl like tomorrow well like, why, if you had a better personality maybe <laughs> like why do you have to fight to the death oh you know? because oh because everything's a romantic novel that's not a romantic novel that's fucking gouging eyes and murder but that's how you show you're better. You kill. Like have, you, have you seen one like female animal that looks better to you than another female animal? Sometimes I think dogs and cats are prettier versions. Yeah. yeah, but aren't dogs, don't dogs just have sex through force? Like how do dog do dogs have consensual sex or is it all just in cages? I don't know. Let me ask Eugene. <laughs> Eugene. Eugene, is your sex consensual? They have a, you're, you actually, your dogs do have a really bad sex life. They do? Don't they? Well, they don't, they don't have sex, so. Yeah, but it's yeah, part of animal expression, so, like, aren't they fucking, they're walking around with blue balls all the time. Well, sometimes Eugene will hump a stuffed snake. 
<laughs> he has a stump snake that he'll just go to town on. The red, the white mamba. Yeah, I made a video of it on my TikTok and I put like porn music to it. <laughs> Nobody likes my TikToks because they don't look like all the other TikToks. So what are you, what do you have the most followers on? Twitter, Instagram, TikTok? I don't know. I wish it was only fans. <laughs> that, that's where you make money. But um, I don't, I think I have good followers on Instagram and Twitter. I don't know. But OnlyFans is like, you know, it seems, it just, it still is mind boggling to me. You know, it's just mind boggling. I think I'm too old to ever understand how that works. What's mind boggling? <laughs> that I'm getting paid. <laughs> no, 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 that's not mind. I'm not saying that that's, no, no, no. I'm saying like the whole idea of men saying like, I'll give you $18 to, you know, read mind Kampf and tickle me, <laughs> you know, like. I don't, it's just like, and then you're like, okay, sure, whatever. Like, well, is you there, know what it is? We're in this like real repressive time. So if you have any weird fetishes or stuff, you get immediately looked down on. So this is like, this, this is what had to form from it. Cause now there's guys that like have weird ass fetishes cause they're all whatever. And, <laughs> and it's just the thing now. I guess you're right. Yeah. People can't go out and just meet people on Tinder anymore. Is that still happening right now? I, well, I think that's still happening, but what I mean is just, like, like this world's, like, so crazy right now, but but you're not allowed to be crazy. You just have to, like, repress anything. So if you have a weird footage, footage, <laughs> you have a weird footage. What, like, but what is, what's weirder, like, uh, cheating on your girlfriend and then coming home and giving her COVID or gonorrhea? What? Like, is co- is... Is bringing COVID into your relationship through an adulterous relationship, is that worse than giving her, like, gonorrhea, your girlfriend? Well, killing somebody, I guess. Hmm. You could get really sick. I don't know. That's, yeah. I don't know. Because you can, that's the nice thing about COVID is you can always lie about it, right? Like, (laughs) oh, I don't know. I must have picked it up on the street. Like, you can't lie about gonorrhea. You can't, it's not airborne, you know? No, gonorrhea does. (laughs) People know where gonorrhea comes from. Where'd you get gonorrhea? On the subway. Is <laughs> six people weren't wearing masks. I was wearing a mask, but the guy next to me wasn't. And now I got gonorrhea. You got a gonorrhea <laughs> mask on. So now I got it. <gasps> and apparently I spread it to seven people from a party. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> I think we're one of us is gonna get it. I'm no. trying to who would handle it the best. I think Jim would handle COVID the best. Um, I think I don't even think he would get in his bed. I think he'd be able to like work. He'd still come and produce this podcast for us. <laughs> no, he'd get out of that. Like that'd be it's one of the <laughs> getting COVID is halting all fucking things you hate. Has there been a podcast where one of the people has COVID though? Because then you can just talk about it and no one can get it. Like over the Zoom thing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and then we could talk about because that's what you really—that's what you're hoping—is that you can talk about you like how you did it and your recovery. <laughs> John, what did you really hoping do? to get it. I, I, my whole body was hot, and I ate Pringles, and then my whole body stopped being hot, and then people are like, "Fucking Pringles, it is." <laughs> Everybody eats Pringles, <laughs> and suddenly you're sponsored by Pringles. My favorite's a dill pickle, but I ate barbecue when I was sick. 
to take that for what it's worth. I think I would handle COVID the worst. Like I'd have man COVID. I'd be, I'd be under blankets and all sad. Yeah. What's the point? Borderline <laughs> hospitalized. Like I'd be like en route and then I would tell the ambulance to turn around because I think I'm fine actually. Let's <laughs> I would get to death is like get an call an ambulance out of paranoia, get into it, and then halfway there go turn around, fellas. I actually false alarm. <laughs> false alarm, fellas. I'm fine. And I think <laughs> Kathleen, you would like lean into your dogs, give them both COVID. Yeah, because can dog I heard at the beginning that dogs could get it, but the dogs have lungs out of the what a the dogs even have lungs? Do dogs have lungs? <laughs> no, they have gills. That's why I have to put them in the tub every half hour. Okay. Well, I know they don't sweat, so I wasn't sure if they didn't have lungs or anything. So, Did you ever watch the movie Splash when you were a kid? Um, No. About the mermaid and Tom Hanks? I've, I've seen bits of it, but I never like fully engaged. Oh, on it. That was like when I went to the movie rental place, that's the only movie I would rent. I rented it for like a... A year, you know how you used to go to the video store? Oh, yeah. And, and like, but we were in a small town when VHS came out, so there'd only be one copy of something. And if they didn't have it, they'd have that sad red face on it. Oh, sorry about that. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I would always just re-rent Splash. Yeah, there'd be like 20 movie cases. Yeah. And there was either like a translucent blue plastic vhs holder uh next to it or there wasn't yeah so you were like you either were in so you yeah so you would go there and be confronted with like 35 of your favorite movie with no movie next to it and you're just devastated yeah and then you go up to the front and be like do you have any do you have any coming back in today (laughs) can i reserve it (laughs) uh they'd be like uh i don't know maybe later and then they would sometimes let you check the bin, you know, because people could throw it in from the street. Like there was always like a 20, you know, 24 hour movie return bin, like a fucking bank. Oh, yeah. We'd make them go check it. And that would be full. So you'd be like, can I just, can we just check and see if Splash is in that basket over there? And they'd be like, all right, sure. The porn was the weirdest because they didn't really have normal porn. It was always like just a wall of semen in there. Lots <laughs> of cassettes covered in semen like conspiracy theorists that have memes with Trudeau and flames in the background. Like it would just, it would just be like a man and a woman and a, like a, a mound of semen that's about to descend on both of them. There was a lot of semen on those cassette tapes, I think. Well, cause that's what's big in the eighties and nineties. It really was. Semen was king. <laughs> semen was king. That's so weird. I've never felt older because we were like, <laughs> remember this? And as you describe it, I'm like, I cannot believe that's how weird it was. Like now I just like turn it on. But like, I remember like, like we're old enough to be people that didn't have a telephone. Be like, And then we had to get on our horse and ride yeah. the message over to the neighbor. I was actually, we're those people now. I was trying to think of a joke where I say like, um, nothing makes you feel older than meeting somebody who wasn't alive for 9-11. And then when you explain where you were on 9-11, none of those things exist anymore. Yeah. So I'll never forget the day the towers came down. I was in an internet cafe and I dropped my Blackberry and, you know, just like <laughs> a bunch of shit that doesn't exist. 
What are these artifacts you speak of? I don't know. I'm glad we fought that war on terror. That turned out good. And now we got the war on drugs. That went well. War on COVID. We seem to be on top of it. We're getting there. Everything's kind of fucked, you know? Everything is pretty fucked, but I'm not... I like being at home. Yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, I I don't miss doing... Like, I have a Zoom show tomorrow, and it's going to be, you know... Like, it's not like, oh, this is going to be fun. Like, there's nothing fun about that stuff, you know? And even if I do, like, do, like, a TV thing, I'm not the kind of person who can enjoy it. Like, it's just not, you know... I'm like, I'm, I'm okay with being in like a banquet room in Vegreville for like a bunch of like pharmacy workers, but something. Why are they all in Vegreville? Well, some of these shows have to be in Vegreville, Kathleen, but like, well, I was just picking a city where they always don't like me. Oh. (laughs) It's like, if you're a Western Canadian or anywhere comedian, there's always like little, there's always a certain town that just like, I don't know what it is about the way they were taught. There was something about their education system that warned them that you aren't funny. Yeah. And they all went through the same junior high where they primarily learned that Sean LaCombra sucks at (laughs) stand-up. And then they come to your show 20 years later and you're like, why does this whole town hate me? And it's like, it's in our fucking social textbooks. You're brutal. But yeah, so every every <laughs> every comedian has that where it's like, you know, that's that town that fucking hates me. And for me, it's Vegreville. Drayton Valley and Vegreville are the two where I don't think I've ever had a good show in my life. My worst show was in Winyard. Oh, I've been to Winyard. Yeah. Winyard, Saskatchewan. That was the worst one. That was like a it was like a pallet stage show. Oh yeah! Like you just built a pallet stage, and then they're like, "Go on!" <laughs> and it was a Des Reed production, and nobody was listening. That was like the word. It was like nobody except like one dude was watching, and everyone else was like, "It was it was awful." See, I, I don't it. mind those. I don't mind when like one person's watching because then it's like, okay, well, the expectations for the laughter. This that one person, but it's still, just one person. Yeah, unless they're a shitty person and then it's awful, right? If they're like only one person listening and they're heckling and you're like, oh my God, you're not even. Yeah, that's actually the worst heckler you could ever be. The one person audience heckler. Yeah, I did a show, like an hour long show one time for four people. And I was like before, like, well, you know, sometimes these little tiny ones are kind of fun or not fun, but like you can get through them, you know, like, and, but I forgot that usually when there's a small, tiny crowd, um, some of them are good. Most of the time they're a good crowd. So you can kind of play to those. But I had one in Lethbridge where they, it was four people that all hated it right from the fuck, right from the word go. So it was only four of them and they all hate it, you know? So that's, those are never fun when it's like, it just feels like this is a private conversation that I'm bombing at yeah. Christmas dinner that I'm bombing at. Were you happy to not have to do corporate season early this year? Because, like, I don't do corporate season, but all I hear is bad things about them. So were you – it's kind of nice not doing them this year? Yeah, I mean, Other basically – not getting money. <laughs> like, generally, generally what they are is, like, uh, you know, half of them are a regular show, essentially. Like, you know, it's even easier in some ways because they all know each other. So now instead of doing crowd work – and it's like a random guy from Spruce Grove and nobody knows him. Now it's Terry from yeah, yeah. Garage. And so, so in so, half of the time it's easier, 
because you just make fun of people that everybody knows in the audience and do that as much as possible. But then there are times when you are like relegated to background noise, like you're a background, you're the primary focus. You know, there's, we're spending a bunch of money. We're throwing a bunch of money in a bunch of different directions. And you're one of the directions we're throwing money at because it looks good on a ticket. Oh my God. So you're over there and you talk, but you know, we're still going to have, have photo booth we're still gonna have some light music playing the bars open like this is it and you can't really say anything because it's a celebrate it's their christmas party yeah it's not like you can be like well actually we're gonna have to fucking bring the focus off of christ and on to me <laughs> you know that seems a little bit fucking rude to say like <laughs> that's what you- i want my first book to be called we just let's pull the focus off of christ and put it on to me <laughs> yeah that's my name of my first what book. What makes Christ so special? <laughs> what makes WWMSS? WWM. And if Jesus, if Jesus had to read the Bible, like if Jesus had to read the Bible out out of a fucking um, banquet room sound system, nobody would have ever written the books. You know, like if he just had like a hotel room sound system microphone, and he was. <laughs> first oh sorry fuck you know was that work can anybody hear me i don't know can we get those little bracelets made but instead of what would jesus do we can put the the one we thought of earlier that i can't remember fuck jesus no what was the one w m what 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 ass savior no what was the phrase we said that i was like we'll have to watch back on the tape yeah, but can we oh, get that, about- those initials on those little bracelets and wear them around? And when people ask, well, <laughs> what would the Messiah do? Or, I want to know oh, what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're hilarious. Wasn't it like Jesus? Uh, it was like, take the focus off of Jesus and put it on me kind of thing, right? Yeah, it was that. And then you said, like, what makes Christ so special? W-M-C-S-S. W-M-C-S-S. Can we get that on some breaks? No. What makes Christ so special? My dad wasn't <laughs> much either. But then someone asks you what that means, and then you can say what makes Christ so special. Yeah, what makes Christ so special? Can we please name this episode What Makes Christ So Special? Yeah. Done. Where does Christ get off? I don't know why Christ is funnier. Like not calling him Jesus or like the Messiah, but just calling him Christ. It's just yeah. makes funnier. He's little Jimmy, the guy that makes dog houses. Yeah, you know he was like he probably just fucking did shitty miniature carpentry. Like he probably wasn't even good at it. I don't even believe that he like because they don't even talk like they talk about Christ as the savior of the world. But then when they get into his carpentry, they just say he was a carpenter. Yeah, they don't say anything else. They don't say he's a great carpenter, do they? And they say a lot <laughs> of shit in the Bible. You'd think if that guy had any handiwork skills, they would have talked about like, and then he built a fucking giant <laughs> cathedral out of bones. You know? Like they never talk about his handiwork. It's all about just like him like floating and healing. You he know? probably just like built birdhouses and called himself a carpenter. carpenter. We don't talk about it enough how shitty a carpenter Christ was. <laughs> Christ was a shitty carpenter. None of his handiwork made the Bible. Not one fucking <laughs> house, not one dog house, nothing. nothing he didn't even say in one verse, like, his that was making the great chair. His whole career. Christ, your chairs are great. Christ. I don't hear, I don't hear the proverb, Christ, your chairs are great. Hey, Christ, uh, cool it on the rocking chairs. We're in the <laughs> desert, you fucking goof. 
You can't <laughs> rock on sand, you fucking moron. <laughs> everybody, everybody for a while thought Christ was just a shit carpenter. Little and then one day, he heals a leper. I used to work at the plant with Christ and uh, never really struck me as a savior of any sort. <laughs> He mostly kept to himself. <laughs> Built some shitty rocking chairs that weren't fit for the desert, but uh, never did sell one of his units. <laughs> Years later, come to find out, he's the son of God. <laughs> if Christ comes back, he should start a carpentry business to prove us wrong. and He should call it Units by Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy Jesus. He's a fun guy, but it's his birthday, right? Today? No. So, like, yeah, I was talking about Christmas parties. They're not, yeah, there's, so sometimes it's easier. Sometimes it's the same. And sometimes it's like, you know, the the deck is stacked against you, sort of, right? Like, but it's not, just, it's when your background noise that you feel off, you feel gross. Yeah. You're like, I have to stand here and kind of smile and just tell my jokes like I'm having a decent time, even though. There's 45 things happening in this room right now that are ridiculous, but I can't talk about any of them because then I'm party pooper. You know, I might as well fucking, you know, put another nail in the savior. If I'm gonna... <laughs> I, once, I once worked at a TELUS. It wasn't like a staff party. It was like a thank you to our, adver- not TELUS, global TV. Thank you to our advertisers party. Mm-hmm. And I just volunteered for it. And they gave me like all these, like a good amount of gift cards from Best Buy just for working the events, like volunteering. But I worked this thing called the giant Kerplunk game and it had like big bouncy balls and pool noodles. So you just, the game of, so you can come up and pull out one straw. And then if the Kerplunk thing falls, you win, you, they were giving out iPod Nano, like those, when they first came out, those ones that clipped on. Like it was like, they were giving out iPods, like when it was cool out with iPod. And I was just like, this is what they do for these people? Like, they just give out all this shit for free, for pulling a Kerplunk thing, and thank you for putting Denny Andrews on Global. Fuck. Do you remember? I was in, I I couldn't believe what I was at. And that's just like an Edmonton advertiser's thank you party. Can you imagine, like, Oscar parties where they just walk in and shower these people with free gifts and hope that they might talk about them somewhere? I mean, yeah, some of these, some of the Christmas parties you go, like, I, I don't do the high-end stuff. Like, I just do, like, little banquet room, you know, like, nothing major. But some of the companies that have these Christmas parties, it's like fucking lobster wall-to-wall. Come grab your own lobster, free booze flowing everywhere. Yeah. $10,000 band from Vegas, you know. Just... Is it recently or before everything fell apart? Pre-COVID. Remember the world before COVID, Kathleen? I don't, I don't remember it at all. I put it out of my head. That's going to be the most like 2021 thing ever. Like where it's like, yeah, but that was before COVID. Like yeah, COVID will just be worked into everything. Like I didn't hit my kids before COVID. (laughs) COVID makes me hit my kids. Oh, did you get it? You're like, no, I just hit them now. I never laid a hand on my kids until March 23rd. (laughs) I can't stop hitting them. 
And we we sound like such pussies too. Like I have COVID fatigue. Like, oh, do you person oh never God. had it? You fucking baby. <laughs> that's that's something. Like, yeah, I'm tired of this. COVID COVID hard on me. COVID fatigue. <laughs> yeah, we all have COVID fatigue. We all don't announce that we have COVID fatigue. Yeah, we're all tired of it. I'm it's kinda, not like a thing that they should name though. <laughs> I'm used to masks now. Like I never thought I would get used to it, but now it's like, it's just second nature. Put a yeah. mask on. Here we go. We're going into Although, this. Every time I go to the grocery store, I start walking towards that store and then I'm like, ah, damn it. I forgot my mask. Why? Only at the grocery store. Have you ever tried an experiment where you just didn't wear one? You know, what no. we should, bring this up, <laughs> I was going to bring this up earlier. Me and you and me you and Jim, this is what we're going to do Christmas morning and it's an outdoor <laughs> activity. So we're allowed to do it. We'll all wear, we'll go to a Halloween store and we'll all get sheriff vests. And then uh, we'll wear, we'll wear black slacks, each of us in black shoes, black dressy shoes. And then we're just going to go to like residential streets with a clipboard and a pen and start writing, like doing car counts and like pointing <laughs> like, and act like we're like Christmas cops that are there. To, like, <laughs> assess the situation and then have people come out of their houses like you fucking people <laughs> shit. new world order you fucking cocksucker i will not submit and we won't that would be so funny to just go around to like neighborhoods in the any, south side counting cars <laughs> we won't knock on any doors we won't say a word like we'll no. just walk around with clipboards and randomly point at vehicles and then <laughs> down, write down a number and then walk to the next house and just see how many times people come out of their homes to fucking lose their shit on us oh my and God. it would be like a sasha baron cohen kind of move right yeah that's what <laughs> sasha baron cohen would do if he was making an anti-masker movie in alberta christmas day that would be fun i mean i don't know if i could keep a straight face though it would be fun it would be so <laughs> yeah. think about because at first it would be a child like looking out like dad why is there the police here the police fucking and then just sees somebody counting his tauruses <laughs> you fucking like <laughs> <laughs> get off my property <laughs> like, we if would I just, want to have Christmas with Nana I'll have Christmas with Nana we'll go three steps up every driveway Basically, like not enough to be intrusive or illegal, but just like enough to make people think like I'm gonna go out there and say something. Oh my god, <laughs> this would be really fun to do. I think we should do it. At Christmas Day, we should get it. None of us can be together with our families. We might as well do something funny. Yeah, and as long as we're distant, we might as well do something funny. We'd be outside. We'd be distanced from each other. That's true. Where some? I want to. Yeah, we should. Do. I don't see it as a bad idea. I think it would be very fun. <laughs> oh, I was going to tell you guys, I completely forgot, or I didn't forget, but um, what the fuck? Oh, forget it. Um, I forgot to get a ticket. Oh, my God. I didn't forget. I was just running late. I was spending time with my child, like a lunatic. Oh, my God. Fuck your yeah, kids. I, Jesus. I was like, well, I either get there for 730 and then I thought, you know what? Why don't I just go on the podcast and say, like, I got a ticket. It's right here. Oh, we lost again. You could have done that. You're very honest. But fuck your kids. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore with the porn changes. You can tell. The fucking government with their overreach. 
You can tell your kids privacy. <laughs> you can tell your kids that the next lottery ticket comes out of their allowance. They don't get an allowance. <laughs> They're not allowed anything. They're doing. <laughs> I don't know. It's awful. You, you don't give your kids an allowance. Um, I just buy them whatever the fuck they want, which is kind of better, I guess. Like, but doesn't that, how do you like lord that over them? Um, I kind of don't. I'm just like, well, you have to do homework, you know, like there'll be a few things they have to do. They have to do a little homework or whatever, or they have to help do the dishes or something like that. But, and then, but there's no allowance. It's just sort of like, you know, I want this thing because kids always want a thing. There's always a $6 thing on their Nintendo switch or a $6 thing on their Xbox. So like every second day they need six or 10 or $13 to get some new magic shit on some dumb game they play every day. (laughs) So that's their allowance. It's like, okay, you need that. You've been pretty good. I'll get you that thing. But, but well, could... so do they have to do stuff in order to get that? Um, they, yeah, they just have to do a few things. That's it. But we've got, so we've got two really good ideas. The garbage business idea, I think is good mm-hmm. for people that are tired of like, you know, people that basically are into freedom garbage. <laughs> they want to be able to throw their, all of their garbage into one giant black bag and never think about it again. They don't want some tyrannical recycling program. Telling How many me, colors of bags do we have to buy before it pleases everyone? Stop telling me where to put the bananas, <laughs> Hitler, <laughs> Trudeauler. We also came up with uh, what MC Devil. SS. What makes Christ, Christ so special? What, what makes Christ, Christ special? so special? Yeah, what does make him so special? <laughs> I know I say this every episode, but like, I want a shirt that says what makes Christ so special. Yeah, he made a birdhouse. Good luck getting a bird in it. It was like watching <laughs> Kathleen go down a laundry chute. <laughs> That's why like you're a pro, Sean, because you're tying the front to the back. <laughs> yeah. Fucking all backs. Welcome to the In a nice little bow. Oh, well. Well, we did it. We did another one. Yeah, I was pretty high for half of it. Okay. And then you got over it? I don't know. I, I don't know how I didn't listen to this one. Does it did the last one we did sound okay? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I don't listen to me. I don't like listening. Kathleen, you don't listen to your own podcast? No. I'm sorry. I love doing it, but I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I've heard it once. I don't need to hear it again. That's true. Even, not even sometimes for, I will listen, but rarely. Not even for a sound test. Yeah, like I was like, I guess I should have listened to that to see if I was like he wasn't close enough to the microphone or get a microphone or you guys look stupid. I would have told you guys. Oh, I should have put my, uh, those hangy earphones in. iPods. Uh, I think it's fine either way. Oh my God. The dimensions. Those, those are, oh, ear pods. Oh my God. The Air dimensions pods. already here. <laughs> the dunning- oh, it's been here for a while. <laughs> I've noticed that I forget things. Yeah, I'm definitely starting to, like, my brain is not getting bigger anymore. My brain yeah. is, you know, people, like, get taller and then they start to hunch. I'm yeah. in my brain hunch. Like, my brain is starting to fucking lunge forward. Me too. You know? It's not going good. Jim's brain it stalls sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm Jim. going up a hill. <laughs> it stalls. I don't go up hills. <laughs> well, I guess we'll do our special Christmas episode from the streets of Leduc. <laughs> well, we should do a live episode from 
<laughs> we'll put it on our Patreon, and then you have to pay to see it, fucker. There's these three Christmas sheriffs out there, fucking. Oh my god. <laughs> That this would, would be so fun. All right. Well, thanks for being on your own podcast, Jim and Kathleen. Thank you. This has been great. <laughs> it was a great interview. We had a lot of great flow. We made fun of Jesus again. <laughs> what makes Christ so special? I want to know. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs>